What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the casting table from Apocalypse Movies. This is the show where we choose one of our favorite characters in any mythology, whether it be you know Star Wars or Marvel, DC, whatever it may be, a character that we know is a possibility to come to the big screen or the small screen soon, and we cast them in our own minds. We choose an actor or an actress to fit that character, and it's kind of that fun movie discussion of, hey, wouldn't this actor be great as this character? Just kind of turned into a whole entire show. So that's basically the premise of this show. Thank you all for joining us. And today we are doing Grand Admiral Thrawn from the Star Wars universe, mainly because we figured he was coming eventually, that he that he was going to appear in a movie or a TV show eventually, but they specifically name drop him in the Mandalorian, uh, in the episode with Ahsoka, where she says, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? So that is basically the reason we've jumped to it, and this is the character we're doing. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and I am joined by Gio Ramos and Keith Barnes for this episode. What is up, guys? Hey. Definitely looking forward to this one. Yes. Awesome. So we are, and it's unfortunate we don't have the guy who's the biggest fan of Thrawn, Brian Avalosino, couldn't make it tonight. It's literally his favorite Star Wars character. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I guess we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to co- cover it for him. But uh, my point being is like we're all I think all three of us are coming from different uh, under or different appreciations for the Thrawn character. Different. Maybe we were introduced to him at different times. So mm-hmm. real quick, I just want to go to you, Keith, first. So what is your history with the Thrawn character like? Are, did you read the the novels like uh, *Heir to the Empire*, or did you are you introduced to him in the new canon only? Uh, I had a friend who lived across the street from me that loved that original trilogy. Um, I never, I, I don't know why, I just didn't read them. I don't know why. I think I'm just a, look, I was on, I I was one of those people who were like, I'm only going to read canon stuff. But then I really wanted to read the the Darth Plagueis novel, mm-hmm. uh, the one with him and Palpatine. Yeah, and I it's not canon, but I did, and I loved it. So I might dive into some of that legend stuff because they might pull from it. In the apparently, future. apparently it's great, and they had big yeah. plans for it at the time. But I, at the time, uh, and I don't remember how old I was, maybe I don't know, thirteen or fourteen ish, uh, when that was coming out. But um, <clears throat> yeah, my buddy loved them, and at the time, you know, you guys don't remember this, of course, but they, Star Wars just wasn't around really. So this I did before the prequels, right? Well, before it was before the prequels, yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. the before the re-releases um, in '97. So it was just other than a couple of video games here and there, like I just didn't really, just wasn't really on my mind. And so I was like, I'm not reading any Star Wars books. I don't care. It wasn't part of the movies or anything. So I just just looked like stuff people just made up, which, which I mean, it was. <laughs> but <laughs> but so I didn't really have any real interest. Uh, but yeah, my buddy, he loved them. He loved these books. So, so I you really, knew of Thrawn. I knew about it, yeah. For since then. Really, just in the back of my head, I just didn't really just went away. Yeah. Um, but when it came back in the in the canon, like on Rebels and when they announced the novel, the new the new book that was coming out, uh, the same author, of course. Uh what's his name? Um, Timothy uh, Zahn. Zahn, yeah, Timothy Zahn. Uh so he wrote those novels and yeah. he writes the canon novels. The new ones, for, yeah, right. For Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. So I went to Target. Well, he basically created the character, so that's yeah, yeah he did. That yeah, makes, that's cool that they let him write these novels. It really is, yeah, very much, very much, and yeah. So when that one came out, the new one, I just went to Target and I just stood there for like an hour reading it, 
And I didn't finish it. I actually wound up <laughs> listening. I just wound up uh, listening to the rest. But uh, it sounds pretty good, you know. Um, and, but the character is incredible. Like, yeah, it's it's. I would just be fascinated. I'm surprised it's taking this long to get him get him on screen. I but, know, right? I, I mean, dude, they should have just jumped to. He should have been the villain of the sequel. The new trilogy, like exactly. looking back at things, you know. Yeah. And it's what if he could have been the one to to turn Kylo or something somehow, you know, like get, uh, get another Force user on the Empire side or whatever. But anyways, that's yeah. a talk for another day. So, uh, Geo, you're you're maybe the least familiar with the character. You've been doing some research lately. So, what is your background with the character? Did you didn't you did you watch him on anything before or or read him in anything before? Uh, before last night, no. Um, I did a binge watch of um, his appearances in Rebels, uh, the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a crash course in uh, those novels, um, which actually I think they came out around the early 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, those original Thrawn novels. And um, yeah, before that, I mean, I'm probably the most casual viewer out of all of us. You know, just uh, my exposure to Star Wars is are the movies. Uh, the Mandalorian and uh, the Clone Wars and we Rebels. used to watch Rebels together, uh, but then I think Thrawn was introduced later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like after Season you started watching. Yeah, the last two seasons I think had Thrawn, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, of Rebels. So, yeah. So for me, I had known about him uh, from the you know from the legend stuff because people Star Wars podcasters would always talk about Thrawn and Timothy Zahn, and then. The new books came out, and I've audio booked. Dude, I'm losing track. Is there four Thrawn novels now? Are there really? Canon? I believe there are. Uh, <laughs> I've audio booked the first two or three. Um, well, Thrawn oh. Alliances was the last one that I did. I haven't done Thrawn Treason yet, which I believe is the most recent one. Oh. But Thrawn Alliances is the one with him and Anakin. Like it flashbacks to him and Anakin, and then then it's in yeah. like present day of that novel with him and Vader. So. Uh, I, I had my fair share of Thrawn exposure. I've obviously seen all of Rebels. So, uh, and one thing for me is the Thrawn in the novels and the Thrawn in Rebels is, com- is very, very different. Yeah. The Thrawn in the novels is just a logical person. Like he's not mm-hmm. a human, but he's a logical being. He, he's on, he's not evil or good. Right. He's right. just, he has a specific goal. We all know, or, or, you know, Geo knows, we know now that he, he kind of is just, keeping an eye on the empire either to have them as an ally or to undermine them. So his Chiss empire can be, uh, have an upper hand. So basically let's get to this casting. We, I just wanted to kind of talk about Thrawn as a character. Um, but for me, in my mind, Thrawn is the Thrawn from the novels, honestly, from the new Canon novels in my mind, because in the TV in rebels, he's pure evil. Everything he does is pure evil. And his, uh price his general same thing in the novels she's a great character in rebels she's evil so i get it though it's an animated show you want your villains to be villains and your good guys to be good guys um so and one thing about thrawn is he's very methodical he's very i don't want to say soft-spoken but he he talks with a very specific tone of voice and you know, most people would, if you listen to him talk for an hour, you might fall asleep, but he's very uh, a specific type of character. So it's not like you're just 
oh, you know, throw Jim Carrey. In, even though actually Jim Carrey might actually do a good job. Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, he's not one of my choices. But I was going to say you can't just throw any actor into play, play Thrawn. It has to be a good fit. Um, with that being said, uh, so the way we're going to do this is we're going to reveal our number one choices and then our number two choices and then any honorable mention. So I'm going to go to you, Gio. So based on your knowledge, who did you determine would be your number one choice to play Grand Admiral Thrawn? Well, um, like I said, I don't have too much knowledge, but I have to imagine um, that name drop means he's going to have a very big, big presence in the Disney Plus series. And mm -hmm. um, if I think they're going to go anywhere with the Thrawn character, it'll be a continuation of what we saw in Rebels. And I wanted to think, okay, who is somebody that has kind of played a villain before and, um, you know, has a certain kind of uh, stature to pull off somebody like Thrawn? And my first choice uh, would be Henry Cavill. Uh, I think Henry Cavill would make an awesome Thrawn. That is a good choice. I didn't um, man. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob, to quote Drax, um, that's not a dude. You're a dude. That's a man. Oh, yeah. Henry Cavill is a man, okay? And like I said, he can pull off the villain role. We saw him most recently in Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, incredible. Um, and he also, like I said, his stature and his voice. You know, he could have a very commanding presence. Um, he can... Uh, definitely uh pull off you know the intimidation that thrawn gives off even though it's subtle um so henry cavill would be my uh, first choice i keith has a unsure look on his face i'll just comment real oh, quick yeah, i love that choice because for me and my, my i kind of struggled to be honest to find a good to, to come up with my choices i i did because it's like i said you can't just like if you're if you're casting Cyclops, right? There's a lot of actors you can choose to play that role. With Thrawn, there's not a lot of great choices, and so Henry Cavill, I'm I'm pissed. I didn't think of him because I think he could definitely pull it off. And look, he's they're gonna be in blue makeup, whoever it is. So it's not like uh, he has to have a specific look, you know. Uh, so I and look, bottom line is Henry Cavill's a great actor. He's, he would be a good fit. He might have to tone down a little. Like he might have to get smaller to play the role. Yeah, lose. It'll be a role that he would have to lose some weight. Um, but not dude, no, honestly, not necessarily because we haven't seen live action Thrawn. They could say, they could just say Thrawn's a big guy, and we've seen inconsistencies with translating from animation to live action. So it doesn't even matter. He could just stay the way he is. I I love that choice. Cool. I I find that interesting because well the reason I was thinking it's a great choice um but i'm i'm thinking of cavill but as a uh, as sherlock holmes in uh and i'm like he oh could, uh, well honestly that's not similar the best role where it could translate over that's, like that's what i'm that's saying the one thinking. role that says he could play that yes so that's what i was thinking of so i'm like wow that's That'd be a good way to go, man. Because he, because and you know that's why I mentioned the size. Because like not necessarily because he's a big Sherlock Holmes, which Sherlock is not this big. I also guy. want him as Wolverine, but I don't want to get too greedy. He can do that too. <laughs> he can do that too. And James Bond. <laughs> that's a good choice. James okay. Bond, Superman, Wolverine, and Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Right yeah. 
Uh, dude, what, hell of a choice. Like, yeah. if you know I'm a big Henry Cavill fan. If that got announced, I would be super, yeah. super stoked. Um, all right, Keith, I hope you don't steal mine. I'm going to go to you for your number one choice. I hope you don't steal mine. It's tough because I actually forgot to forgot to make forgot to rank them. <laughs> well, so basically, I mean, I think you know though who who would be your number yeah. one choice on your list. My number one is Colin Farrell. Uh, nice. Which, I'll tell yeah. you what. Right now, he's on my honorable mention list. Oh, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was my number one. Uh, yeah, I think he's like you said. He's going to be in makeup, so I don't think the age really doesn't really matter. No, I gotta, really. No. Yeah, because one of my choices is a little bit older, but it, but, but uh, yeah, he can play that that kind of what's you know how he like Thrawn is into. Like he he loves uh, art and oh uh, collecting art yeah yeah, yeah. he likes to study uh, uh study his opponent's culture and and I think I would love to see Colin Farrell taking on sort of what he almost what he was doing like in the first Fantastic Beast movie where he's very alluring and very uh, almost seductive and like you said that kind of soft spoken tone that Thrawn kind of has I, I I would say I would you can call him soft spoken because he doesn't get all he doesn't get overly <laughs> I'm gonna like he's very yeah he's kind of monotone in a way yeah 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 and he's always like in rebels which you know was a bit of a sort of a negative for me but he's yeah well I just think some people like associate soft spoken with like timid or something but he's well, yeah. not timid at all you know yeah and he's always kind of like all right you, yeah yeah you got you right where I want you like mm -hmm. he seems like he, you know I could see Colin Farrell kind of playing oh i do he was one of the first people who popped in my mind so i totally could see it yeah yeah, yeah. i would like to see him he doesn't do a whole lot of villain stuff i know i bullseye he's kind of cartoony he was good but a little bit cartoony in that but uh yeah I, I and we thought he was a villain and i mean he did play a villain in fantastic beast he should have just been oh, yeah, right, right. from the beginning yeah, don't forget the batman oh that's right, right. right. Man. That's right. oswald yeah. cobblepot yeah right yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that pick. He, he has a lot of range. He can definitely mm -hmm. pull off someone like Thrawn. Yeah. 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 I love oh, absolutely, dude. He is one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. I know people know his name. I know he's known, but I, people don't associate him with he's a great actor, you know, like uh, casual movie fans. I, I don't think they do. And I, th I just think he's underappreciated. Um, yeah. Those are two great choices so far. Um, one that I thought of, one that I didn't, but I, I love both of them. Now, look, I will say, I think our, maybe the best choice for this is Lars Mikkelsen, the guy who voices him. And I purposefully didn't choose Lars Mikkelsen because, like, that's too obvious to me. Because, I like, I think that would have been Brian's number one choice if he was on the show. Because Lars Mikkelsen does the voice uh, in the animated series. But he's... he's uh, the other Mickelson's brother, but he's done live action acting before too. Um, mm -hmm. He's not just a voice over guy. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He has 79 credits on his actor IMDb yeah. page. So, and he, if you look at Lars Mickelson, he could totally. Yeah. He's pull got off the look yeah. and he knows how to do the voice. So in a perfect world, I think, look, the voice actor doesn't always translate over, but for that case it does, but I purposely left him out. And my number one choice, and I think people have speculated about this before, but my number one choice is Michael Fassbender. Uh, I love Michael list. Fassbender. We've seen him play a, a conflicted villain in Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want a guy who could 
who could just stay back and who's menacing without showing you that he's like without having to tell you that he's menacing you know and right. i just think just like the other all the actors we've chosen so far he would pull that off so well he could do the voice he his calm demeanor just standing there thinking talking planning it out i think he just his his figure fits the role i i just i love michael fassbender and i think he's been in a lot of bad movies <laughs> in the past couple of years yeah. so he kind of like he was on this rise and then he kind of just didn't elevate to that stardom level that i think he should be at mm -hmm. so and not that this would necessarily like you know bolt him into superstardom but it would it would help it's a big role um so i my number one choice would be michael fassbender what do you guys think oh well, yeah totally you know i mean you look at his magneto character he doesn't do hardly he doesn't do any hand hand combat or anything like that he simply stands back that's true and, and you know he he doesn't have to do much to to you know for you to know how intimidating he is so i think that's a great choice and uh he did do steve jobs steve jobs really really impressed me as far as Ooh, that's a good him yeah. as, as an actor so he can definitely bring that intensity um when needed but that's I mean, my what I've seen in Thrawn from Rebels, he's he's not really, you know, all that intense. You know, he uh, yeah, he lets his uh, mind do mm -hmm. everything. You know, and his intelligence um, in combat and warfare and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, he'd be a great choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. Fastbender is one of my. I love him. You know, but he's like. Yeah, you, you hit around the head where it's just like outside of the like the franchise stuff, he's kind of you know you're like. Well, yeah, I mean, the first two X Men movies he appeared in were were great in my opinion, and then yeah. he's already in that role, so I don't hold Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix like he was already, and he's still good in those. Well, movies. He's great in those though. He's like the best parts of all. Dude, Apocalypse, movies. his storyline is amazing in Apocalypse, yeah. and then I even he I like him in in Dark Phoenix as well. He's he never. Yeah stopped playing the character great um yeah, but it yeah. was like uh assassin's creed and Oof. a couple other movies like indie what's films that? what's a serious snowman snowman yeah. i haven't seen the snowman but i Oof. heard it's terrible Oof. <laughs> i heard that it's terrible and like if everybody says it's terrible it's probably terrible but i mean i guess i have to watch it for my own but yeah i i would be over the moon if he uh if he was cast uh, and for any of these choices, to be honest. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, sometimes it's not always our first choice who gets the role. So um, let's go with our second choice and I'll go back to you, Gio. Second choice. Uh, this, this person already kind of played a blue alien. If you, th if you think about it, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Um, Cause oh, remember, <laughs> nice. Was originally a, a frost giant. Um, I, I believe he was, but yeah. um yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, for reasons that we've stated before, you know, he could be threatening without being, you know, brawny. I mean, Loki, just the way he talks and his commanding presence, you know, I mean, I think it fits uh, Thrawn, you know, to the T. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he his voice isn't as deep as Henry Cavill, but, you know, he could, he could still deliver. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to that. And you know what? What do we know about Disney? They, they like to pull from one franchise and put them into another. So 
you know, they Tom Hiddleston's been great for them as Loki with Marvel, and I can see him going to Star Wars and doing something. So, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, man. I so like I said, I was, I was trying to like think of actors uh, in my mind without googling like actors who could play Thrawn because that's somebody else's thought. So I was trying to think of people, and it was very hard. And I, both of your choices are guys. I'm surprised I didn't think of because yeah. while I don't like, and I've got look. Taught you said Tom Hiddleston's your second choice, and there's a reason for that. Like that would be a great casting, but people might be like, "Oh, he's already Loki and things like that." I don't care about that stuff. I'd be down for it, but as far as his abilities and the role, I would be so I'd be up for it. I totally agree. I totally agree. But I do. I kind of wonder if that would be tough to get past. You like know, for people, like he could play a Jedi. Jedi. He could play anything else, could. but. People, if he's like Thrawn, people will be like, but he's Loki, you know, like everybody wanted him to be Palpatine. Oh, know, I, I think know, that would be amazing. Which would be awesome. But yeah. I, I do want to blue paint and red eyes. So yeah, that's, that's true. Whoever it is is gonna be kind of unrecognizable, to be honest. Yeah. But it's still gonna be you still need to like it's look at vision, right? Like Paul Bettany, it's not, you know, it's it's practical effects on his yeah. face, and you have to still be a good actor, like that. Yeah most recent episode of WandaVision when he starts yelling at Wanda, that was an incredible scene. So you still have to show acting ability, even if you're covered up, you know? Oh, he'd be, a, yeah, that's good. Hiddleston would. Wear that white suit with the, yeah, that'd be pretty good actually. Oh, yeah. I could totally see it. I could totally see it. Uh, what about you, Keith? What's, I know you have a, a, a larger list, but if you had <laughs> to choose a second overall favorite. Yeah, it's tough. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm scanning through each one, like Ooh, which one would be number two. I'm going to go with Henry Golding. Oh, because wow, he's, okay, yeah, he, he's got the voice, man. He's I got, he's got for that, yeah. He, you remember him being the bad guy earlier this last year in um, in the gentleman, the gentleman, mm-hmm. and although he did kind of get a little uh, <laughs> uh, rough in that movie, but especially towards the end, but uh, yeah, he'd be a great villain, you know, because we see obviously in that one, he makes a villainous turn and uh. I think he'd be his star is clearly on the rise. He's going to be Snake Eyes coming up soon, or yeah, uh, right? Snake Eyes, right? Isn't he playing Snake Eyes? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming up, I guess this year, maybe I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it would be cool to see him see him take on this role. Like you said, he's going to be blue anyway, so it doesn't matter uh, what he really looks like. He's, I think he's fairly. I mean, he's obviously good looking man, but uh, you know, going to make him look kind of more gruesome. Because Thrawn, does he? Thrawn looks like he has scars. Does he have scars on his face? Um, I think there? depending on what timeline you're looking at. Let me look. I, I mean, know. they've had yeah. Be his race. It sounds like like he does, but it depends on what. Uh, I think it might depend what time area you're looking yeah. at. Who knows? Know. Yeah, but yeah, he's mostly humanish looking you know but yeah he's a humanoid like he's just yeah. blue with red blue. eyes basically years and red eyes, yeah but uh no i think henry golden would be great oh, absolutely man and yeah. look thrawn doesn't have thrawn's not associated with any human regular human race like so it wouldn't even matter if you're like cast casting an asian actor in the role like that anybody could play thrawn anyone yeah. can so that's that's a great i'd be down for that like ours you know, I think Henry Golding is definitely on the rise to be a, a bigger star. People know yeah. who he is, but he's not like superstar yet. Right. But I think that could really like all these other guys don't that we mentioned so far don't really need the role for him. It would be big, be mm-hmm. pretty big for him. Yeah. 
Um, awesome. Well, I, I like that. Uh, how do you how do you feel about that, Gio? Would you be down for that? Yeah, I mean, I my you know exposure to Henry Golding's acting is limited to just the gentleman. So I will say he does have on screen charisma. Like, yeah, you know, the guy super talented. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so my number two choice was actually my number one choice until I thought of my number one. Cause when I thought of Michael Fassbender, I was like, Oh my goodness, duh, that's, that's the guy. Yeah. Um, and this would be interesting that my backup choice is actually Rami Malik. Um, oh, I man. think because for me, he reminds me of Thrawn a little bit, like <laughs> the way he talks and just, I don't know. Thrawn has like a, you know, a certain body language to him. And I just watched the little things, which wasn't great. Um, but I do, I just think this guy's obviously a really good actor. He's very diverse in what he can play. And we're going to see him as a villain in bond, which who knows when that's going to come out. I mean, I know it has a release date, but we'll see. But I just think with the way he is, I think he could pull that off brilliantly. And like we talked about, you don't have, we're not casting somebody to play, you know, a physical villain. It's more of a, uh, you know, somebody who can be intimidating through the way they talk, the way they act, move their body, things like that. So I'd be down for Rami Malek. He wouldn't be my first choice, but I think I think that could work. Yeah, I mean, I again, I haven't seen too much of him. Uh, I know he played a great Freddie Mercury. Um, I, so that right there tells me he definitely has a talent to pull this off. And the fact that he's a Bond villain um, – you know, it gives him some kind of credibility towards, you know, being able to pull off a bad guy role. So I wouldn't be opposed to it. I just, uh, I, I prefer seeing other people, but, you know, I, if he was announced, I'd be like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would say out of our six choices so far, he would be my, my last choice, but that doesn't mean, obviously if he's my second overall, I do think I would like to see him in the role, but I might want to see one of our first choices first. Right. Mr. Yeah. Robot. Anybody, any of you guys, you guys watch Mr. No, Robot? So that's where he blew up. It was from Mr. Robot and he won yeah. golden globes. And I believe he won. I believe he won an Emmy for that show. I think so. Um, Apparently it's great. Yeah. I, I've never watched it. Yeah. Um, alrighty. So I know Keith, you said you had some other honorable mentions, man. Let's, let's hear them. All right. Super fast. Fastbender was, was one of mine. Uh, another one. That I kind of wish I'd said. But I think they're all pretty good. But Chuatel Ejiofor was another one I think. Was oh, okay. Really great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He could totally yeah. do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because see him. Obviously, he's gonna. Whenever Doctor Strange two pops up, he's gonna. He's uh. He's um um. um oh my gosh. Mordo. Uh, Mordo. Yeah. Yeah. Mordo. Doctor Strange. Uh. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, he's always been this like a titan of an actor. I think I don't think he gets enough. He's not a big star. I don't know if he just turned these two. I think he gets respect from people who know movies and follow. Oh, yeah. Him, but I don't know. It just seems like he should be a little bit more because he's like one of the best actors out there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he Twelve Years a Slave, man. He, yeah. He, you know, if <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club didn't come out that year, he he would have won Best Actor. Would have won the yeah right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's exactly right. Yeah. And so yeah, two television for. Then uh, another one is uh, my guy who I've had uh, already mentioned before when it was the three of us. As a matter of fact, we were talking about uh, 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 Constantine, and that's my guy Matt Smith. 
Um, oh yeah, <laughs> he's on for every role. I love him. Yeah, he's, yeah exactly. <laughs> He'd be a good one. I don't know if I talk too much more about him, but you know, another guy who was supposed to be Palpatine. We remember, yeah. whatever. Who knows what happened? But uh, and then my last guy was a guy that said I was a little bit older, uh, David Wenham. He was actually, believe it or not, the first person I thought of. Because um, I did the same thing as you, Jacob. I just kind of tried to go off the top of my head. David Wenham, he's in 300. He's Faramir in uh, Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> in Lord oh, of the Rings. Okay. I was trying to look he's up. He's in, uh, yeah, Iron, Iron Fist. He plays the evil dad of the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he in Van so, Helsing? He is in Van Helsing. That's right. How do you spell his last name? Uh, I believe it's W E N H A M. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. He oh, a, this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. That guy, he could definitely do it. He's yeah. a 300 as well. Yeah, he's a 300. He's the guy that was telling the story. Uh, yeah, the end of 300. Uh, so he's got the abs. You know, he's got abs. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, dude, I, think that, be a, I think it'd be a good throw. That's, and honestly, I, I mean, some of these guys we mentioned are relatively unknown, you know, mm -hmm. especially some guys on the Keith list. So I would love to see one of them get an opportunity if if they already aren't going with Lars Mickelson, which actually might be the logical choice yeah. here. Um, so I had Colin Farrell as a backup. My other backup was Hugh Jackman. Um, just because, look, mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman's a great actor, so he can do it. And it's like, yeah, it's not like he's totally... He, it's not like he's a terrible fit for the character. I mean, he wouldn't be my first choice. I don't even think he would. Maybe. I mean, who knows? What is he doing now? I mean, he can do any anything he wants. He probably gets offers all the time. Oh, yeah. But um, exactly. I think that would be cool because he's not the focal point. He's not. He doesn't have to get in Wolverine shape to do it. Yeah. Uh, I just think, you know, like I said, he's an Oscar level talent, so he could do it. Good call. Yeah, I didn't even, I even thought of that. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the guys that I first thought of, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna write him down. But maybe he's not my number one choice. But I would, I'd be cool with that if if he was chosen. Um, cool. Well, really quickly, um, speculation. Where do you guys think they're going with the Thrawn character um, in this Star Wars universe, based on what you've seen in Mandalorian, uh, Geo? Oh, he's definitely gonna be the big, big bad guy of probably all of the upcoming Disney plus uh, series yeah. um, at least live action ones maybe not the alkali because it's you know yeah well they said um, that the Rangers of the New Republic and ahsoka and the and Mandalorian are all gonna intertwine and cross over kind of like the MCU does yeah. right so he'll be like the Thanos of that mini universe you know like his name will be mentioned throughout the series. People will know of him, um, and I think uh, there'll be little uh, hints dropped that it's ultimately leading toward uh, Thrawn and an all-out war. Uh, one name I didn't mention, uh, and it's just a wild card, but hell, if Mel Gibson played, Thrawn, <laughs> that'd be insane. That would be insane. Um, Keith, do you have any differing thoughts of where they might go with the character and do you think he is going to be a pure like a villain in when he shows up or is he just going to be an antagonist hmm. i think there's a difference like yeah. a villain is evil an antagonist yeah. is just opposing our heroes yeah I, I, 
Well, it's such a mystery. First of all, uh, if they're getting rid of Gina Carano, they ain't bringing in Mel Gibson. I'll just say that, you know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that would be a that'd be a gutsy call right there. I wouldn't. I'd be interested in that. Anyway, uh, but no, yeah, it's such a mystery. You know, we don't know, and obviously they're going to explain. But just whatever happened to him at the end of Rebels, um, that's the one time, by the way, that he did kind of sort of lose his cool a little bit when he just he'd had enough of uh <laughs> oh well ezra outsmarted him yeah exactly a, yeah. a 16 year old 17 year old boy yeah yeah, yeah outsmarted yeah. like the most intelligent guy in star wars in so. the universe exactly so but uh now yeah it's such a mystery about what happened there so we don't we still don't even know really what he was trying to do even in that series necessarily um so it's it's tough to say. I don't. I, I wonder what if he's just looking for something, or if he's looking for some people, or like I said, if he's just trying to, uh, you know, boost up uh, his his race, his his uh, empire where he's from, the Chiss ascendancy or whatever, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's his ultimate so, goal. Yeah. To you know benefit them. Right. So I mean, if if he's still around, and which we know he is, then that. Is going to be his ultimate goal, but maybe there's something else he has to do first in order to do that. I mean, there's no Palpatine anymore. For I mean, not that right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. time, but uh, yeah. so he he's now. How does Thrawn exist in the Lawless Galaxy? Because Thrawn was working with the Power at B at right. the time, and now that it's gone, what does he do? So that's going to be interesting. Does he try to seek a way for the Chiss to take over the galaxy? Who right. knows? How um, much influence did he have on the formation of the First Order? If, if at all. Hey, maybe he was involved. Yeah. Maybe he... Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he was part of Palpatine's plan. Uh, right. His contingency, contingency plan. Um, I just hope that... I Look, I, I don't think we're going to see Ezra, but I hope we get some answers as to where Ezra is or something like that. Oh, what happened, it, yeah. It's literally tied together. Yeah. So, and yeah, maybe we, we thought he was... Huh? Oh, sorry. I think how do they how do they even bring in Thrawn without Ezra? So maybe we do see Ezra. Yeah, that's exactly what's what saying. Yeah, well, yeah, or at least at least just tell us what what happened. I can't imagine. Or unless they're like, unless Thrawn's like, I don't know. I woke up on this planet and yeah. you know, uh, we crash landed, and I didn't. Ezra was gone. Yeah. They they could do something like that. And sure. then, Oh, we don't know where Ezra is now. Um, awesome. Well, that was fun, guys. I, I love fan casting. I think it's super fun. Doesn't matter if it doesn't happen or if, like, we don't know what the script is. Who cares? It's fun fan casting these roles. I, I love yes. doing it. Um, we had some great choices. I, Michael Fassbender was my number one. Uh, Geo's was Henry Cavill. And Keese was Colin Farrell. I think those would all be great, great choices. Um, but we'll see. Could be somebody totally out of left field. Could be Lars Mikkelsen. We'll see how that goes. Let us know in the comment section who you want cast as Grand Admiral Thrawn. Would it be one of our choices? Somebody we didn't mention at all. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section below. We really appreciate it. And thank you for watching this video of the casting table for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Keep an eye out. We'll be trying to do one of these about at least once a month. So um, let us know what characters you want to see, and we'll keep an eye out for those. Again, thank you, Gio. Thank you, Keith, for joining me. I am Jacob, and we will see you guys next time.